Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets for Tuesday, December 14th on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Cecil Peters. I'm going to walk you through today's games. But before we get started, please give the show a like, subscribe wherever you are listening to it. And if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. I know we say it every single week, every single episode, but it really is the biggest thing you can do to help out the show, help out the network. So if you want to leave a comment with your favorite DraftKings play or your favorite bet on the night, that would be super helpful. Lastly, before we get started here, we'd like to shout out longtime supporter of the show, supporter of myself, supporter of Pat. It's Scott Stewart. We all know him. Stewie 1963. Unreal NFL season for Stewie. Capped off this weekend with a second place finish at the Yahoo NFL final for a massive payday. I know it's got nothing to do with hockey, but too bad. Huge shout out to Stewie. The guy is a legend. Big shout out. Great win for him. Happy to see it. Probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met across Twitter, across Daily Fantasy, all that good stuff. Unreal guy, super happy for him. We got 13 games on tap tonight after an empty night last night with the only game getting canceled due to COVID. Calgary Flames, six players entered into COVID protocol. That also means their game that was scheduled for today against Nashville is canceled. I'm going to focus only on the games that I have the most interest on here. We'll obviously touch on them all, but I'll quickly run through a couple. And then the games that I have the most interest in betting, the games that I have the most interest in for DraftKings will be the ones focused on. Some massive contests for DraftKings tonight for the slate. The ever so rare $100,000 first prize in the aptly named Peppermint Penalty Kill, I believe, on DraftKings, as, long, as well as the regular pretty big Tuesday contest, 20K to first, 5K to first, all that good stuff that you usually see in the DraftKings lobby. As per usual, I am recording this the day before, so some of the odds that I list will have changed by the time you're listening to this. I'm referencing DraftKings Sportsbook. That's kind of the book that we like to go off of at the show here. Obviously, the lines will be different everywhere. Some will be a little higher, a little lower, a little better, a little worse. But for the most part, they all stay relatively similar. Big favorites are big favorites everywhere. Big underdogs pick them. kind of the same everywhere you go. Last thing that you got to note on the slate especially for DraftKings. There's been a ton of late injury news and late illnesses in the last couple of weeks. A lot of players getting scratched in warmups just with sicknesses, not even COVID. It's almost just like there's a flu going through a lot of non-COVID related illness scratches. So pay attention to that. Definitely, if you got any big money in on DraftKings, such as the pe Peppermint Penalty Kill, I think it's a $400 entry for that one. So if you got that much money tied up, make sure you are paying attention to see that your players are in fact playing that night because a big old zero is no fun for anybody on to the games first game of the night is going to be one of the best the Vegas Golden Knights plus 115 in Boston Boston slight favorite minus 135 this is potential game of the night material already two really good teams meeting up in Boston the Golden Knights visiting the Bruins I love the makeup of this Vegas team I think they're gearing up to go on a massive December run which is pretty typical for them there's a couple of tough things for them in this game. Boston is one of the most elite defensive teams in the league, and they are on the road in Boston. On the bright side, Max Pacioretty scoring in almost every game for Vegas. They finally got their power play rolling again, despite the fact that their penalty kill is horrible right now. But offensively, Max Pacioretty really carrying the team offensively. They got the second line that's rolling. They're scoring a lot of goals from the back end as per usual. My lean is towards Vegas. They got a top three expected goals percentage mark in the league in the last couple of weeks once since Pacioretty's been back. Plus 115 is probably enough for me to get there. 
I do think that, like I said, Boston has really good defense, but their goaltending isn't amazing. It's decent, but it's nothing that'll blow the doors off. So Vegas in this game, as long as they start Robin Lehner, actually, he hasn't even been that great. So regardless of who Vegas starts in that, I will probably be betting the Vegas Golden Knights. Pacioretty finally over 8K on DraftKings, despite the fact that he should be a top three price player on the slate. He's still too cheap. Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone, his line mate's pretty cheap as well. So that's one of my favorite stacks. Against a tough defensive team in Boston, they won't be super popular. Love to go there. Love Vegas money line. Love the Vegas top line. Next game of the night in Pittsburgh, the Montreal Canadiens visiting the Penguins. Zero interest in this game for me betting-wise. Pittsburgh being such a heavy favorite. Montreal's been horrible lately. Pittsburgh offense should probably be decently popular on DraftKings. Jake Gunsel is out, so that hurts things. Sidney Crosby and Evan Rodriguez have been playing great together. That's about the only thing that interests me here. Same with the next game, not a ton of interest. The New Jersey Devils, plus 105 in Philly. New Jersey has a couple COVID issues of their own, most notably the captain, Nico Heischer. Philadelphia, clearly a broken team right now, but with a little bit of confidence after a couple wins to end their road trip, probably see a better effort from the Flyers. Minus 125, pretty fair line. Not touching this game, not really interested in DraftKings as well. Next game's actually off the board as I record. It's the Ottawa Senators at Florida. I'm assuming it's off the board because Florida has a little bit of unknown with Alexander Barkov's injury. He's kind of day-to-day and not sure if he'll play. I'm assuming Florida will probably be minus 275 to minus 300 as they should be. I love the Senators' top line of Drake Batherson, Josh Norris, and Brady Kachuk. Massive game for them last time out. You get them at minuscule ownership in this tough spot against Florida. Florida battling some health issues, like I said. But realistically, they're really tough to beat at home. Florida piles on a ton of goals. They're really expensive on offense, but I do expect them to be pretty popular against an Ottawa team that does give up a lot of chances the other way. No bets for me in this game, though. Minus 300, minus 275 is just too much for me to touch. The next game in, in Florida is in Tampa Bay. I do have interest in the underdog here. The Los Angeles Kings coming into Tampa. Kings plus 165 here. Los Angeles is a great underdog bet all the time. They don't care who they're playing. They've come into tough buildings and come out with some really big wins. Earlier in the year, they came into Toronto as Toronto was on a huge winning streak. Dominated, dominated the entire game. Big 5-1 win. They did the same thing to Edmonton recently, and they kind of sent Edmonton on a spiral. They've been on a losing since streak ever since. They also just ended Minnesota's big, long winning streak. LA doesn't care. Jonathan Quick is playing unreal right now. If he gets the start, I will bet the Los Angeles Kings at plus 165. They have been rotating goalies a bit, so I wouldn't be shocked if Cal Peterson gets a start. In that case, I'm not betting it. But Jonathan Quick and net, I will bet Los Angeles at plus 165. Anyone who subscribes to my premium articles on my website, CecilPeters.com, knows that I love the Los Angeles Kings second line. Victor Arvidsson, Phil Deneau, Alex Iafalo, they get top-checking duties at home. They dominate possession even though in those tough matchups. On the road, less of a worry. They don't have the last change, so they're not always being thrown out in the toughest matchups. They dominate games on the road. They take a ton of shots. The only issue is they don't have the best finishing. They take a lot more shots than they get goals. But I love the upside. It's tough against Andre Vasilevsky, but they're super cheap. Arvidsson's 5K. Everybody else is in the threes. I love that line if you want to get in some higher-priced options. Next game, New York Islanders in Detroit. No interest in this game. Islanders minus 125, Detroit plus 105. Fair line, boring game. Nothing really to say about that one. Next game, I'm probably going to bet on the Carolina Hurricanes on the road. They're plus 110 against Minnesota. 
They've won four or five on their road trip right now. They now play a Minnesota team that's lost a couple in a row after a big winning streak of their own. Carolina gets reinforcements on the blue line for this game. Tony D'Angelo, Brett Pesci both back in the lineup. They've actually been out of COVID protocol for a while, but since Carolina was playing in Canada, due to the travel restrictions, they haven't been able to play up. So they've been sitting healthy, waiting, ready to go. Now they're in Minnesota. They're free to play. Really going to help out the back end. Jacob Slavin's not going to have to play 30 minutes again. It's really going to help out the entire team. Minnesota quietly been pretty bad defensive lately. Cam Talbot's been standing on his head, but that's slowly coming back to earth as well. So I love the Hurricanes to pop a, a potential a few goals in this one. I know that made no sense as I said it. I sound like a complete idiot. Not the first time, not the last time. What I'm trying to say is Carolina is going to score a lot of goals. DraftKings, betting, I love the Hurricanes. Either way you look at it. Hopefully Sebastian Ajo's back. He was another one of those late scratches last week with a non-COVID related illness. Hopefully he's back in the lineup. Who knows? Pay attention before lock. Tampa, or Carolina does love to mix and match the lines a ton, so you always have to pay attention with the Hurricanes. Next game's in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, big, big favorites. Minus 270 over the Buffalo Sabres. This is the game I wish wasn't on the slate for DraftKings purposes because I have to imagine that everybody flocks to Winnipeg here against the horrible Sabres. It makes all the sense in the world. Winnipeg offense is clicking. The Sabres goaltending is horrible. The one goalie that's been a little bit decent for them just got sent back down to the minors, so they're back to their crappy goalies. I just can't play this heavy a chalk in a GPP. Winnipeg's top line of Mark Shifley with Kyle Connor is going to be super high owned. Blake Wheeler wasn't practicing the day before. I'm not sure if he's going to play. I'm guessing not. If he does play, he's a great addition. If he doesn't play, Andrew Kopp was practicing on that line the day before. I think he's only 4,400 on drafting, so he's going to be a cash game lock. He takes a ton of shots. This line's going to be massively popular in GBPs, as it should be. When I'm looking to win $100,000 in a very top-heavy contest, I can't do it, but I can't blame anybody that does. Clearly the best spot of the night. Pretty good price with Andrew Kopp bringing down the price of the line. Kyle Connor's obviously expensive. He's 7400 Shifley is 66 Really strong line. Really strong matchup at home. It's hard to say anything negative about it other than I'm going to be stubborn and not do it. Next game on the night, St. Louis plus 120 at Dallas minus 145. For me, this is the game. St. Louis plus 120. They're struggling right now. They lost to Anaheim. They're just too injured. They have been getting wins, but they played against Detroit and Montreal, a couple easy opponents. And Dallas is at home now. Dallas struggles on the road. They have all year. Now they're back at home where they're a completely different team. I love them here. I love them on the money line. I love them on DraftKings. The top line with Rupe Hintz, who did miss the last game with no surprise, non-COVID-related illness, late scratch. Rupe Hintz, Joe Pavelski, Jason Robertson is a top three target of mine if they're all healthy. They just get it done at home. They usually score on their first shift at home for some reason. With St. Louis being so injured, they're going to be able to take advantage of the Blues. The Blues have played a lot of hockey lately. Kyrou is injured. I don't think Perron's going to be back. Braden Shen left last game hurt. They still don't have any of their NHL goalies ready to go. I think Justin Falk's still going to be missing on the blue line. St. Louis has quietly been near the bottom of the league and expected goals against the last couple weeks. Part of that is because they did have a couple tough opponents with Tampa Bay and Florida, but they also had a couple really easy opponents with Montreal and Detroit, so that kind of works out in the wash. St. Louis sneakily just a bad defensive team right now with potentially bad goalies. Dallas in prime position here, if that first line is healthy, 100% will be in my DraftKings lineup for the evening. Also betting on the Stars at home, minus 145. I think the value is really nice. Love that bet. Made it already. Doesn't matter to me who's in net for the Stars. 
Rangers plus 170 at Colorado minus 210. Colorado dealing with some injuries as well. Gabriel Landeskog out for a bit. Doesn't really matter. Andre Burakovsky played on the top line in their last game against Florida. Had a hat trick on that top line. He's still cheap. He's going to be insanely popular. The Rangers are a pretty good team. They've been playing well. But as it has been for the last week, the big news with the Rangers will be Igor Shesterkin and net. Is he ready to go? Is he not? He's been close for what seems like a week. This is the matchup you'd think they'd like to get him back, but I don't know yet if he's going to be in the cage. If he's not, the rest of their goalies just aren't that strong. Georgiev's been playing okay, but not amazing hockey. That top line of Colorado projects to be one of the highest owned on the slate, as they should be. Burakovsky bringing down the price of the line is nice for them. That's just a really good option. It's going to be hard to see them not scoring a couple times here. But if Georgiev's, or if Shesterkin's in net, changes things up a little bit. As far as betting the game, minus 210, too much for me. And I can't do the bet on the Rangers without knowing the goalie situation. Next game is in Edmonton. Toronto minus 130, Edmonton plus 110. Another one of the top games of the night. Maple Leafs coming into Edmonton on a pretty hot streak right now. The Oilers slumping. Toronto's a solid team basically in every way, so beating them will take quite a performance for the Edmonton offense. Edmonton below average defensively, so I like taking advantage of that with the Toronto offense. On the other side, McDavid Dreisaitl, shockingly not the highest priced players on the slate. Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon are both more expensive than them. Miko Rantanen, the same price as Dreisaitl, so... I can't, I'm not going to play the Oilers here, but I can't blame anyone for taking a shot at the Oilers while they're not insanely expensive. Despite the bit of a cold streak they're on, Connor McDavid should always be close to 10K. Leon Dreisaitl should always be right behind him, and that just isn't the case here tonight. I do think the line in the game is perfectly fair, so I won't be betting it. Should be a great game to watch. Potential high-scoring shootout in Edmonton. The next game on the night is in Vancouver, one of the two later games on the slate. The Columbus Blue Jackets plus 125, Vancouver minus 145 on the money line. I hate to say it because I love the Blue Jackets. Made a lot of money on them earlier in the year, but that's kind of wearing off. This is a really nice spot for the Vancouver Canucks. Columbus gives up a ton of chances, especially on the road. Vancouver's undefeated in four games since hiring Bruce Pedreau. If Vancouver starts Thatcher Demko in that, I will happily bet this at minus 145. Brock Besser is probably my top target on the Canucks. His line with JT Miller and Tanner Pearson has been taking a ton of shots. They play together on their power play, so they're a nice target for me against a Columbus team that gives up a lot of shots, especially on the road. Elias Pettersson's another good option for the Canucks. He's starting to play better. He's still too cheap on DraftKings. These Canucks players, I don't love the way they've shuffled the lines up, but it's working for them, so I don't expect them to break it up. So maybe target a power play, put Pettersson with... Connor Garland, he's on, they're on the second line for Vancouver right now. Another nice duo. Lots of good options on Vancouver. They're all really cheap. It's just kind of hard to pick with how spread out their offense is right now. But I will bet on the Canucks just as long as Thatcher Demko is in net. Last game of the night is in San Jose. Also one of my favorites. Seattle's goaltending continues to sputter. San Jose has a couple of really strong lines to take advantage. Logan Couture on the first line. The second line is the one that interests me the most here. Thomas Hurdle on a complete hot streak right now. And hockey is a game of momentum. A lot more than any other sports, you get guys that go on hot streaks for a while. Well, Thomas Hurdle has a hat trick in his last game, played or a couple games ago, played really well in his last game. And he's been paired up with Timo Meyer, who used to be playing with Couture. Meyer's now with Hurdle on the second line there. Meyer takes a ton of shots. Hurdle's been firing lately. Alex Barabanov has been playing pretty well. He's under 3K on DraftKings, so the line isn't outrageously priced. James Reimer, and that has also been really good. He was off for about a week sick. Shocker, non-COVID-related illness for James Reimer. So he missed about a week. 
He came back. I actually bet against the Sharks, thinking he'd maybe be a little bit rusty. Wasn't the case. He played fantastic. If he keeps that up, the Sharks should absolutely win this game at home. Minus 140, as long as James Reimer is starting as a bet for me on the San Jose Sharks, as well as that second line is a big target on DraftKings. That covers all the games for the night. Like I said, there's quite a lot of them. 13. I'm on San Jose minus 140, Vancouver minus 145, Dallas minus 145, LA plus 165, Carolina plus 110, and I'll probably bet or at least strongly consider betting Vegas at plus 115. Most of those pending on goalie news. For DraftKings, there's some elite options. Winnipeg, Colorado, Florida, maybe Pittsburgh, probably the top options. I'm going to take my chances and avoid those ones, like I said, when the money is so heavily weighted towards the top. If Winnipeg goes off and I play them, there's still a chance that I don't even make money. So I'm going to take the chance that two other lines do better. One of them for sure will be Dallas's first line. I love that line here tonight. They're going to play amazing. Other options, I got LA, I got San Jose, I got Vegas, all those lines. Carolina, a lot of cheap options, a lot of great players in play tonight on DraftKings. Good luck with your bets. Good luck with your DraftKings team. And I will be back tomorrow to go over a much smaller three-game slate. Thank you so much for listening, watching. Like I said, please leave a comment. It really helps the show out a ton. Helps me, helps Pat. Good luck with everybody's bets, and we will see you guys tomorrow.